welcome to the Driving Your Marketing Podcast, where small business entrepreneurs come to discover the strategies, systems, and tools to kick their marketing into high gear. If you want to go from surviving small business owner to thriving entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get ready to roll. All right, welcome everybody. This is Eli Delaney with Driving Your Marketing, and we are here for another amazingly fun, cool, laid-back podcast. And what we're going to be doing is talking about how you can have more fun with your marketing and start realizing that marketing does not have to be that complicated, scary, black magic or voodoo that a lot of times people tend to think it is. And my goal with the show is to bring on cool, cool guests that I meet from all over the world to talk about their stories, talk about things that they're doing, how they're marketing their businesses, how they're working with their clients, all that kind of fun stuff. And today we have Scott Scowcroft, and he brands himself as the reluctant entrepreneur who never looked back. After 30 years in the broadcasting and marketing, he found himself jobless in Seattle, which is great because he's right up the road from me, essentially. Um, but saved by Google's free video production services called Hangouts on Air, which is something I'm starting to do some playing around with, too. And Scott and I just met not too long ago uh, because of the whole Hangout thing and reached out, had a great conversation, and I wanted to bring him in because he's doing some really, really cool stuff with the Google Hangout platform. So, Scott, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thank you, Eli. It's, it's real fun being on your show, and I'm really looking forward to our conversation. I totally appreciate it. Now, tell us a little bit about your backstory. How did you get started in, the, in this side of things? Because I love the fact you are the reluctant entrepreneur. <laughs> Okay. Well, I, uh, the relevant part of my background is that after graduating from college, I, I got a job in community access television in the early 1980s and was very passionate about it and ended up managing Seattle's community access television uh, channel for about 20 years or so. And public access across the country, cable access, allowed real people to come into a studio and produce programs and then cable cast it to community. And across the country, for the most part, it kind of failed for a lot of reasons that are not relevant to this program. But what is relevant is that years later, Hangouts on Air became available through Google+. And I think of Hangouts on Air as keeping the promises that community access television broke when uh, when it was offering those services. It is a terrific way for, in our case, uh, small entrepreneurs, businesses, individuals, to take charge of their own communications, to be able to uh, have, have a relationship with their audience unmediated by third parties, you know, such as radio TV stations that would charge you for that privilege. And that I came... Well, I became a reluctant entrepreneur because uh, I had eventually found myself in the marketing department for a hospital, a small hospital, and they had some layoffs uh, during the peak of the recession, and you don't uh, lay off patient-facing people. You lay off people in the marketing department. Mm -hmm. And I knew at my age it would be difficult for me to re-enter the job market, especially at what I was making before, so I thought, well, I'll go back to my heritage and see if I can translate what we learned in community access to the new world of social media. And now I'll never look back because it's great. 
I love it. It's so, so cool. And a couple of things that you said there, I mean, number one, the the fact that Hangouts on Air is basically keeping the promise that the public broadcast actually kind of dropped. I love that because it is so true. And it's amazing how we understand YouTube and Hangouts have been around for a while, but a lot of times, a lot of times people just still don't quite get what they are. It's kind of like podcasts. You know, I, I hear people all the time still going, what's a podcast? And for me, I've been running a, sh- a podcast show for many, many years now. So it's really kind of funny to hear that, but realize they're not mainstream yet, but they've got so much potential and they're kicking in so, so fast that like Hangouts is kind of like YouTube only live. And that's the, the best thing, the way I like to describe them, because people are starting to understand this is what YouTube is. It's where you can do a video. And if you're in the world of marketing, you're a business owner, you want to share information about your products, your services, your location, you can record a video and post it up on YouTube. Now, this just takes it to the next level where literally you have a live show with somebody, which is really kind of cool. Well, it is, and the ironic part of it, and I'm not alone in believing this, is that Google, that you know, I mean, Google is is almost like you know God with a small G in terms <laughs> of uh, social media and search mm-hmm. and and all of these various services. They do about the worst job marketing their services of, <laughs> of any company that's around. I, I can agree with that. And so one way to think about it is that. Hangouts and Hangouts on Air are Google's free video production services made available to anyone who has a Google Plus account, who has a computer, and a webcam, and a microphone, and a headset. And that's all, and and probably decent upload speed. And if you have that, then you have access to production capability that is comparable to what any small television station had, actually better than any small television station had in the late uh, 80s or early 1990s. Right. And that is so cool. The cool thing about it is that, um, you know, anybody can do this as long as you've got a decent internet connection and a webcam. Essentially, I mean, obviously, you want to have make sure you have some decent equipment, but it's not like going into a professional studio where you have to have, you know, fifty to a hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment. I mean, I actually run Hangouts. I do this stuff, and I have a sixty-dollar mic, and a fifty-dollar webcam, and my MacBook, and it turns out beautiful. It turns out exactly what I need. And obviously, if I wanted to go fancier, I could, but you don't necessarily need to. And you brought up something that I think is really important: is that you're talking about the the coverage and the the abilities compared to what you know regular television used to have. The major advantage to a hangout is the fact that this is global. We're not talking about just your local area, which is you know your 20 mile square radius or something like that. We're talking when you go live, you can literally have people in every corner of the world sitting there watching your show. And I'm the poster child for that, but there are lots of us around, and that is that if I were to try and do what I do, which is essentially take the Hangouts on Air and then I edit them into small pieces and edit them into other products, if Mm -hmm. I were to try and do that, even in the Seattle area, it would be horrendous. It would be hard to get to know people and for them to get to know me and for it to, to go on. But my service area is literally global. And of all of my clients, I think I've only had two that are in Washington State, and the rest mm-hmm. of them are not only around the United States, uh, they are from Canada, and they're from Europe, and uh, well, and, and from Europe so far. So my footprint, my surface area is entirely global, 
and it's easier for me to do something with someone who's in Chicago than it is for me to do something in person with someone who's across the across town from me. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's one of the things that I love about Hangouts too. And you know, we're talking about the, about the side of the the Hangouts on air, which is more like basically putting out a TV show, essentially. Um, but there's it's almost like a talk show. And I've been doing a lot of Hangouts lately. As a matter of fact, that's how you and I met was through Udemy, one of the Hangout groups. And you started commenting on something, and I started re- I reached out to you and said, "Hey, we should have a chat." And I started off as a panelist. You know, that was the very first thing that I really did with Hangouts. But now I'm doing more private hangouts where people are interviewing me in other areas so we can actually have that one-on-one conversation, kind of like what you and I are doing right now off of the podcast, but we're using the phone. You can use a hangout for that. But something that a lot of people don't really realize with hangouts is it's also a great one-on-one communication tool. And I think that's how you and I hit it off. And I really want to share the power of this because you know me, I'm a networker and networking is like the most powerful thing in the world to me. But people think, well, we're in the internet world. We can't sit down and have a cup of coffee with somebody, but you can. And Hangouts is one of the easiest ways to do that. That's what you and I did. We literally got on a Hangout, had video face to face, and I had my mocha sitting there with me. (laughs) Well, I felt I almost kind of knew you because you were on uh, Hangout on there, and I could actually see you. So you made eye contact with me. I didn't make eye contact with you. Uh, And when I commented and then you reached out to me privately, I already had a personality and uh, an image of whom I might be talking with. And I thought, sure, I really would like to get to know that guy. So it was just a simple matter of us coming together. And since we already knew the basics for the video chat and that's basically what it is we got on and within a few minutes it's exactly like we were having coffee at the local starbucks except for we were in our own environment and it's not noisy and you don't have to pay the starbucks prices you can make your own cup of coffee yeah and it and it is so so cool and you brought up something really important there that i think that i mean i i know it subconsciously but i think consciously something that needs to be brought out is the fact that because i was on that hangout panel and essentially the the whole point behind like a panel is that you have multiple people in a conversation talking about a specific topic and you've seen panels like you know if you see tv shows a lot of times there's a panel or maybe you go to a conference and they'll have a panel of four or five people and, and everybody says okay here's the question now everybody answer it in your own thoughts and ideas and that kind of stuff and that's what i was doing i was doing it for i don't remember which one because i've done a bunch of them now but it was one through the udemy group and i started off as being as, as a panelist just being part of the conversation the very first one i did was actually on using google plus as a platform and from there it ended up opening up the doors to me having these amazing conversations with all these cool people. But the great thing about that, you said something really important was that you already had a connection to me because of the fact that you saw me on there. Because when you do these, you actually see the person. You see me standing there. You see my mic because I have a boom mic here for my recordings and everything. And and you see me moving around. And most of the time you can tell that I'm on a standing desk because I tend to to bounce back and forth a lot you know all of those kind of things and and you can actually see me look at the camera so we had eye contact you actually saw me looking at you even though it wasn't a one-on-one conversation so when we did have that one-on-one conversation you already felt like you got to know me better that way 
And it's not it's not as if all appearances on on Hangouts on Air or these video chats are, are equal. And I, I, it's easy, it's relatively easy, but there are things that people can do to present themselves professionally. And so it's just a matter of making sure that one has decent lighting, decent audio, uh, the the camera has to be framed well, and be yourself. And uh, once a person is able to get over that minimum level of production values, then they can shine brightly. And it's then, it's not that people don't want to get to know you, it's that one has to differentiate themselves from the from the crowd and this is where we get into one of my favorite topics and that is that with hangouts on air in particular the spoils will go to the early adapters i believe mm-hmm. so explain that a little bit more okay uh for you know go the theme of this podcast might be how terrible Google markets its uh, services that it provides. There are just terrific communication and collaboration services that they have, whether it's Google Drive, where you can share spreadsheets, or you can have this on-air experience with, with Hangouts. And those of us on the inside know what a gem it is. Uh, there's, there's that learning curve, and we're going through it, or we've gone through it, and we've staked out our claim. So by the time the rest of the world catches up and says, oh, well, maybe we should try and do something like that, it'll be old hat to us. There is something mm-hmm. on the Internet that um, it's a tendency for winner-take-all. And all you have to do is take a look at Amazon, for example. There were many sites that were vying for you know, king of the mountain in terms of e-commerce, and um, Amazon became... Uh, number one in its niche, and now mm-hmm. people people uh, you know go where other people are, and they've they've developed it. So they're likely going to be around for a long time. So if you're a small entrepreneur, if you're a local business, and you've got a little bit of competition, but you secure your corner uh, uh, on the internet. Uh, so that anytime who any Google anyone anytime anyone searches for your services, it happens to be that you're the one who comes up, and if you have a robust presence, then you'll own the territory for your corner of the world. So it doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. have to be something that is that is global. It can be someone you're in real estate and someone wants to know who might be a good real estate agent. They Google the you know, small city that you happen to be in, and there you are. And it's because you've created content that is valuable content uh, that people have watched, and Google pays attention to that. And if you're good enough, if you share quality content, then Google will say, hey, you're the one we're going to feature. And Hangouts are one of the best ways to get Hangout, uh, to get that information into the pipeline. Awesome. And let's let's kind of clarify a little bit for people as far as the differences between just a hangout versus a hangout on air, because I know that that's going to confuse people a little bit. Um, we've talked about both quite a bit in just this conversation. So let's go ahead and clarify what is the difference between just a regular hangout versus a hangout on air. Sure. Um, and a, video, a hangout is a video chat. And so it's just, and I, I guess Skype, you could think of it maybe like, like Skype, though. Um, and it's just that you sit down and you can talk to one other person. Or you can have up to 10 people in what we call the film strip. It's not recorded. It's 
just private and it's just something that people do. It's just exactly like a video telephone call. A Hangout on Air is automatically uploaded to YouTube and it can be private, it can be unlisted, meaning only those who have the URL or the link can watch it, or it can be public, which means that it's indexed by uh, Google and anyone who does a search might be able to find it. And if one were to uh, optimize the Hangout on Air, meaning giving it a good title and a good description and nice tags and a couple of other things, then that makes it easier for Google to index and identify that Hangout on Air to serve up in search results. Then there is an additional layer I'd like to mention, and that is whether or not you make it initially public or not. The real value, I think, of Hangouts on Air, especially for small businesses, is that you can repurpose the Hangout to do many different types of jobs. And by repurposing it, what I mean is download the video that was recorded and then edit it into different products. And one of the easiest products to re-edit it into, if this is your purpose in the business, is to get a video frequently asked question. So go on air, and whether it's in a conversational format or if it's something fully scripted, just take those 10 frequently asked questions that people have about your business or your industry and present it in something that is between one and three minutes in length. You get six or eight or ten video frequently asked questions out of a single Hangout on Air, for example. Then upload that to your website, and bingo, you've got the power of video, and you've got something that you can refer people to or people can discover you and they can get to know you if you or members of your company are in front of the camera. So that's one of the powerful components of Hangouts on Air. I love it. And it is really cool because if you're, you know, like a Hangout can be a one-on-one and that's one thing, excuse me, one of the things that I've actually enjoyed was I've actually been working with coaching clients using Hangouts. Now, the disadvantage is that the single Hangout doesn't get recorded. So I have to use, like, I use uh, ScreenFlow on my Mac in order to record the entire conversation and be able to have it as a backup to give to the client. Uh, But if you're doing, like, coaching or consulting and things like that, one-on-one Hangouts are great because you can have you talking to somebody face-to-face Uh, Depending on what you're doing, sometimes that actual, the look in their eyes and the look in your eyes and that conversation is really important to have. Or you can also share your screen to share stuff with them, which is really, really powerful. Uh, But then when you do the Hangouts on Air, you can do that as like a webinar type of formula, something to that effect. And the great thing is that it automatically records it and creates that replay for you, which I think is so awesome because... You know what, as we're sitting here, I do these recordings. I have two recordings. One is through the conference line. One is through a piece of software that I actually have installed on my computer. I realize halfway through our conversation that I forgot to hit the local one. So I do have the other one, which is awesome, but it's always nice to have a second one just in case. And the fact that, you know, that is like, oh man, that's, that's annoying. But guess what? Because I have the other one, I'm okay. And that's one of the things that's nice about Hangouts on Air is it just automatically records it for you. Yes. And I I have a a client, for instance, who is a dog trainer. So he will will have a one-on-one with uh, someone who has a problem with his or her dog. And and he's able to – there are many, many different uh, – 
behavioral issues that people have with their dogs that you don't have to have the trainer actually come into the house. You just need to have a conversation about it. So he sends the client information ahead of time, and then they get on one-on-one for half an hour, an hour, however long it takes. He gives them an assignment, and then they work with their dog, and then a week or two later, they come back on, and after three or four or five sessions, they have the problem uh, taken care of in terms of the behavioral change for, for the animal, and he's been able to expand his service area from just the community that he's working in to, again, something that is across the country and and global. And those are recorded, and they are available to his clients and only to his clients as a review. So it's an added benefit that uh, these Hangouts or Hangouts on Air can provide. Right. That is so awesome. And I love the way you do that because if you think about it, like something like that, it's very visual. You've got to have that kind of face-to-face type of situation. And that's what makes a big difference. And so... Hangouts on air. I mean, this is this is a free service. That's the cool thing about this is all you need is to essentially set up a Gmail account and get your Google Plus account set up, which is free. It's all part of it. And as soon as you have that, you can start utilizing this tool. And it just amazes me how many people never heard of these before. I mean, it, for me, it's like, you know, what, you and I live in this Internet marketing age and all the stuff we've got going on. So we're used to these on a regular basis. But so many people are just not taking advantage of these powerful tools that are just out here for free. And even if, you know, I'm going to throw out an example. I actually had a coffee shop. I know several owners of coffee shops because I hang out at a lot of coffee shops. And I had one I was talking about. I was like, you need to start having like a once a month, have like a just a sh- little baby show. It could be 15 minutes talking about your flavors of the month and, and what's new about the roast that you've got coming in or something like that. And do that as a live show in your coffee shop and then it gets recorded turned into a video that's part of your channel that gets put on your website and you repurpose it just like you were talking about and it just amazes me how much power there is in that and again all you need is a you know a laptop a webcam a microphone and internet i mean it's really pretty simple and i think Part of what the dynamic is, we've given a lot of thought, is that by the time Google came along with their Google+, other social media platforms had been pretty well established, especially Facebook, but there's also Twitter and some others. And people just thought, oh, well, this is a competition to Facebook. And I've already got my friends gathered around here, and quite frankly, they're social media fatigue. So it was, why bother? The Mm -hmm. thing is that (laughs) <laughs> what you and I have discovered is that it's not it's not your father's uh, Facebook. It is actually an entirely different genre of communications. And especially for small businesses and entrepreneurs, it is a powerful toolkit for doing business online. And it just happens to be a relationship-building platform that they have. That's what it might have in common with, say, the Facebooks of this world, except for the Facebooks of the world, go and you start with your family and then your friends and maybe friends of friends, and you go from that center and working it on out. Whereas with Google+, it's people are seeking either services or information. They have needs. So you're gathering around a topic or subject or pain point. And it's with, and, and they're strangers. And people will say, 
my gosh, I've got a problem with my knees. What am I going to do? So they go out and they're looking for, you know, information about their knees and they run across uh, a doctor who gives them all of the information that they need about that and it turns into, I really like this information. I trust that person. I'm going to follow that person and get a relationship. There's one person out of Boston who is a real estate agent, and during the height of the recession, so many people liked him, they said, hi, will you help me? And he said, no, I can't help you because I'm in Boston, but because uh, I, I networked around, I know someone in your community. He made $40,000 in referrals. That's awesome. And another one thing, I think Google Plus has one advantage to that too. You brought up a really, really key point just now is that it is, I mean, there is so much competition as far as the social media arena and how much time do we put into these things between Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Google Plus, obviously. And then there's, of course, there's other ones that we don't even talk about because most of the time they're not worth it. But these are the four big ones. But one of the things that I think you said is very, very important. And I love the way Google Plus did this is because they don't have groups, they have communities. And you brought up the fact this is a community and that's it's thought of differently and people act differently on Google Plus than they do on the other social sites. And the great thing about it is that then let's say you're you're an expert in your area, you can actually start a group for your clients, for your prospects, sharing great information, and part of that could be having these hangouts, having basically an open Q&A. You know, I know a lot of coaches that go they go out there and they'll have just a, a conference, like a teleconference that's a random type of thing. Hey, I'm going to have open hours. Come in and just ask questions from this time to this time. Here's the dial-in number. This makes it, this takes it to the next level where you can actually see somebody. You can actually hear their voice and see them in that conversation. And that really opens up the door to that next level of connection that I think we miss in a lot of other areas because you can go to Facebook and you can go to join a group and ask a question and a whole bunch of people put an answer in. But when you actually ask the question by talking to somebody and you can see them share the answer right there, that changes the whole persona around it. You've got such a stronger connection with that person then than you ever would with just text alone. Well, I, I don't know how much time we have left, but here's a real-world example uh, just to illustrate what you've said. One of my clients uh, teaches um, something uh, in terms of public speaking and so forth. So he had, he had a lesson, and this is behind a paywall. He had four hangouts on air, hangouts that were private hangouts that uh, people in the film strip could enroll in. So he would kind of give lectures, and it was back and forth, and there were questions that occurred. And that was on every Saturday. And then on every Wednesday, there was a Q&A that was optional, that was still the video conference uh, component that people could go into or not. Those were recorded, but he created a Google community, and it was a private Google community for only those of us who were in the film strip. So he posted all of the hangouts that were there in the community so people could go back and take a look at them and make additional comments, ask questions after the fact that they wanted to. They didn't, if, they, if they couldn't attend it live, it was there. But then I took the class as well. We had assignments, so we did our assignments, and we posted that in the community, and the students could comment back and forth with each other. So at the end of the four weeks, we had a private community that Google set up, and again, all of this is without additional charge, and it was a very rich 
in learning and relationship building environment that we have. So maybe some of your podcast listeners can imagine themselves doing something like that for their clients. I love that. And that is such a cool way to do it because you not only create that, you don't, you're not just providing content, but you're cre- creating the content, you're creating the interactivity, again, by using video, by having those live hangout scenarios that people feel like they can actually get, like they're there with you. It's one thing I know, like the phone conference type of things are, are great. They're a great way to do it. But the one drawback is it still, it still feels distant because a phone connection is distant, but when you can actually see the person on the other side, that makes you feel a whole lot closer. So now you're building a closer relationship with your customers and then building that community around it where not only do they have the replays, but people add comments, they're posting their assignments inside there so people can feedback, give each other feedback and things like that. That is an amazing use of the technology. And for especially somebody who's in like a coaching consulting type of world, this is awesome. This is great stuff. It it is. And so we 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 well I won't speak for you. I've drunk the Kool-Aid and <laughs> I just think that it is it is one of the best kept secrets around. Uh one of the pieces of advice that I had heard early, early on is from Mark Schaefer who wrote the the Tao of Twitter. He was on mm-hmm. the, interview program and he said be first and be overwhelming and that clicked with me because there are so few people who are doing things you you narrow what it is that you're doing so that there's not a lot of competition and that you can differentiate yourself from the competition and then get on and create great content you already know it it's the easiest thing in the world to be able to get on and and talk about things you already know about repackage it so that it is consumable in different formats. So it's not that what starts on Google Plus stays on Google Plus. You can re-edit it and then put it on Facebook. You can put it on Twitter. You can print things out and put them on DVDs. Whatever it is that connects you with your your customer. Uh, And then at the end of the day, you establish trust with them, and at, uh, at just the right time on the sales funnel, if it's appropriate, you get to say, and incidentally, if you need my services or if you need this product, it's available for purchase. And they'll say, absolutely. Right, and that is uh, such a great way to do it because when you get out there, especially if you're doing something more in that public manner like that, you're sharing a lot of great information. You're building that, that know, like, and trust factor. And then the sales process is easy because you don't have to be that pushy infomercial kind of guy. You know, I mean, we have, we, we know infomercials work. They make a lot of money and they're great and we, we all buy stuff from them. So whether you say you like them or not, you're a victim just like everybody else. Cause you know, that's just the way infomercials work. But you know, and I say that jokingly, but you know, you don't have to be that pushy over the top. All you have to do is get out there, share some great information and say, hey, this is what I got. Hopefully you got value out of this. If you'd like to find out more, give me a call or go here. You know, and then that's pretty much your entire sales process. You've already given so much value up front. They're like, oh yeah, I really think that Scott is awesome. I need to find out more about him. And so they're already predisposed to want to do business with you. At that point, making the sale is easy. It's, you don't have to be pushy at all. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. The way I, say, the way I think of it uh, for myself and for others is once they get to know you and they need the product, they think, I can go down the street 
and you know, get someone to do what I want to do, some stranger. But why should I do that? Because I already know Eli. I already know Scott. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'll just go ahead and ask them. You know, right. it's, an e- it's an easy decision. It's a no-brainer. If the relationship has already been built, and that, mm-hmm. and that is what we've been talking about, is that building relationship. And I, oh. I honestly think it takes about six months or so to get traction on G+ partially because there's a lot to learn and partially because relationships are made not in internet time. Relationships are made in real people time, and it takes about six months. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's common in anything. I mean, if you're going to build an actual good, solid relationship with somebody, if you're doing face-to-face networking or you're going doing stuff in your community, it's going to take about that long for people to actually trust you. I mean, that's just the way it works. Uh, but the great thing is now you've got it much, much easier and you can do it globally instead of just locally. And I want to just, you know, real quick shout out to the fact you mentioned Mark Schaefer. And for those of you that haven't listened for a while, uh, Mark Schaefer was actually a, one of our earlier shows many, many years ago. Um, so definitely you can check him out. I'll try to make sure that I put that on the show notes here too. So you can go ahead and check out Mark's interview because I had a lot of fun interviewing him. Um, now it's been sorry, a couple years ago. Um, he's a really, really good guy. So it's awesome that you, that you brought him up in this process. Well, there have been a handful of people who've made a big difference in my life, and he was one of them. Awesome. Very cool. So for somebody who's just getting started and saying, okay, this all sounds great, what do they need to do to get going? Well, I, I would say uh, one, of the, one of the things to do is to get a G Plus account, which is a, a Gmail account, and uh, meander on over to take a look at posts and to read those, to just become familiarized with with the platform uh, in general, and there's a ton of uh, there's just a ton of help uh, posts that are out there. So uh, at at some point you'll look into communities, at another point into Hangouts, another point would be just commenting on uh, posts that other people have had, and it's a matter of uh, they they use the term lurk, which you know, I, I don't like that term necessarily, but it, it's descriptive. Just, just see what's going on. Don't you don't mm-hmm. have to you don't have to do too much uh, to begin with. But at a particular point, start sharing information. So you see a post that is is valuable, then uh, read it through, add a little bit of value in your comment, and share it to those people who uh, are out there. Share it to the public. Create some original material that people would like would be happy to pay for, but give it out for free. Circle people, and circle is a special term for following uh, various people and engage with them. And eventually, you'll find your own path that will meet your own needs, and you'll you'll find that it's uh, professional, but professional with a personal touch. Awesome. Very cool. So how can, I know people are going to want to find out more about you and you have a specialized process called the Scott treatment. So how can people find out more about you and get to know more about what that is? Well, to find out a little bit just through example, I suppose, is that people could go to my website, which is thescotttreatment.com. And on the uh, on there, I just have examples of what it looks like when you take a hangout on air, which I think for the most part, is like a rough draft. And then someone who, such as myself, can then take that rough draft and then edit it into something that is specifically geared to its purpose, whether or not it's a frequently asked question that's only a few seconds long, you know, a few minutes long, or it could be a featured product uh, 
10 minutes out of an hour-long hangout on air. Evergreening a hangout means that you take out dated material and the ums and the ahs, and it's only the golden um, material that is left over. It could be some golden moments, uh, golden nuggets, all of those. So just go on over to the Scott Treatment, and you'll see what that's all about. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us today, Scott. This was awesome stuff. And I think, I mean, Google Hangouts are like the coolest thing ever, I think, because I've been using Skype for years and Skype is great for that one-on-one. I'm moving more to doing more of the Hangouts instead because it has more flexibility, more bells and whistles that I'm enjoying with it. And then that next level of taking it into using that as, you know, a a webinar platform or a live stream platform where I can have conversations with multiple people and share a lot of information. Um, You know, the panels, the, the teaching capabilities that we have with it, which for me is awesome because I love the teaching aspect. And if I can get what I have to share with more and more people, then that makes it even better. And again, Hangouts are free. This is all built into the Google Plus platform. So I highly recommend everybody check it out. Go to the scotttreatment.com. Find out more about what Scott's got to offer because you're going to start off doing some of this stuff by yourself and just playing around with it. And then you're going to get to the point where you want to start repurposing some of that content and really making it right, making it pop. And that's where Scott will be able to help you out as well. And Eli, for any of your podcast listeners, if they want to have someone just to practice on, mm-hmm. uh, because at the end of the day, you, you know, you just hit the hit the button and, and there you are, uh, they can email me at scott at the Scott Treatment, say that they listen to the podcast and they would like to just have someone to practice on one-on-one privately. I'd be more than happy to do that. That is awesome. Thank you so much for putting that out there because I know people are going to want to do that. It, it is I can tell you that the very first time that I tried to do one of these, it kind of freaked me out a little bit because I I'm, I have a little bit of fear in front of the camera just like everybody else does, you know, as, even as a speaker. And the great thing is you put me in front of 300 people, I'm perfectly awesome. You get me in front of one little red light and I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, what do I say now? You know, so having somebody to do that is awesome. So everybody listening, I highly recommend you take Scott up on this offer. Get out there, just do a hangout, have some fun with it. Reach out to him. He's a great, great, guy and he shared a lot of amazing information today so scott thank you so much for joining us as always if there's anything that i can do to help you out reach out and let me know sure and thank you and thank you for having me on on your your great uh program really enjoyed it all right thanks so much and for everybody listening do me a favor if you would go to itunes you can actually go to our website click on the itunes link go right there and spend just one minute and do a quick little review for us. That means the world to us. If you enjoyed what Scott and I talked about today and you got good information, go onto iTunes, give us a rating, let us know what you thought. And that's what helps us get the message out to more people out there in order to, number one, make sure that we do a better job because if we're providing great stuff, we want to make sure we're doing that again. But on top of that, it helps us get in front of more people and share this information with more people. So with that, like I said, it'll only take you a minute and it means the world to us. So get out there. Have an amazing rock star week as always. I look forward to talking to you in the next episode. Take care. Hey there, this is Eli again, and I got a question for you. Do you have a roadmap for marketing your business? If you're consistently looking for new marketing ideas just to keep your business going, then you need to check out smallbusinessmarketingroadmap.com and download the free special report that I created to help you create a marketing plan that will thrive in any economy. Again, that's smallbusinessmarketingroadmap.com. 
Go get it, read it, and start the road trip of your lifetime. See you on the other side.